Well, good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today. <clears throat> Guys, that first reading uh, stood out to me today. Uh, I know the gospel, you can sit there and pray with the gospel in your holy hour. That's cool. There's all kind of neat things about that one. Um, but the, the first reading really stood out to me. Um, the Israelites were going into battle, right? And to backtrack a little bit, something that's important to know is that in the past with the Israelites, um, they would go into battle with the Ark of the Covenant with them, right? If you remember your Old Testament classes uh, from CCD, um, the Ark of the Covenant was the, 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 the box that was so holy that if anybody touched it, they would drop dead immediately. Inside the box held types of God, the manna, the staff that bloomed, turned into a snake, um, and the Ten Commandments, all right? They were all types of God. And so those were inside the box, but this was the dwelling place of God. This is where God would come and dwell on top of the ark with his people. He would tabernacle with them. So whenever they began becoming a nation unto themselves, they had to win many wars. And so they would take the ark and the priest would carry the ark on his shoulders into battle with them. And every time they took the ark into battle, they won a victory. Right? It's important to know that in order to catch what's happening in today's first reading. So what happens is Israel goes out into battle with the Philistines, and, uh, and they begin to lose. They lost 4,000 people. 4,000 men died in this battle. And they realize, oh, we've been fighting alone. Let's go get the ark. We're going to show up with the ark, and then we're going to win. And so that's what they do. They take off... And they go and they get the ark of the Lord. And it had been known all over the place that when the ark showed up, they would win. And so this is what happens. They show up and the Philistines hear this massive noise. It says, when the ark of the Lord arrived in the camp, all of Israel shouted so loudly that the earth resounded. I can imagine what that sounds like. I think the only thing that could come close to that sound would have been the stadium this past Monday evening in New Orleans, right? And the people in that stadium were, res were resounding and shouting so loudly that the Clemson Tigers tucked their tail and went away sad. It scared them, right? <clears throat> but this is the sound. It freaked them out, and the Philistines begin to grow weak. And they say, the gods have come into their camp. Woe to us. We're doomed. Right? And then somebody says to them, take courage and be manly. Fight manly. Right? So something happened inside of them. It's like, no, even though the ark is there, we can still beat them. And that's exactly what happened. They got the ark. They came in thinking they were going to win a victory. And they lost 40,000 men, even though the ark was there and the ark was captured. Huge. This was devastating blow to Israel. It would be as if someone came into St. Thomas, leveled everything, and took the tabernacle and the Eucharist and went away with it. It would devastate us, right? So this is what's going on. And so as I'm thinking in my mind, that's historically what happened. But I'm thinking, how do we relate this into our own lives? Well, I think there's some lessons we can learn. I think sometimes in our life, I know in my own life, um, 
I've tried to fight the battle without God there. Right? I've been like, no, I got this. Right? I can take care of that. I can, I can go into that battle by myself. You know, I'm strong enough. And I think in our lives we do that. And many times whenever people struggle with various sorts of addictions, they know this well. They know that if an alcoholic is struggling with alcoholism, they can't go and hang out at the bars they used to hang out at. Why? They can't go back into that battle. No, they can't have the alcohol in their home. Why? Because, because they'll lose the battle. So if someone begins thinking, I can fight this battle in my life without God, that's the first step to failure, <laughs> to being defeated. The second thing is that once they started getting defeated, that's when they ran and got God. <laughs> and said, okay, now we're going to fight the battle together. But notice what God did. He let them be defeated. And he let himself be captured. Right? This Ark of the Covenant, the sign, the symbol of God's presence with the people. He let himself be captured. Right? I think that's important. Sometimes we'll, we're not living life the way we're supposed to, so we'll, whoa, things are going bad, Lord. Now I'm going to go run to God, and now you've got to fix it all for me. <laughs> yeah, I got myself in this mess, but now you've got to fix, fix it. Right? We, we, we do that as human beings. This is the human condition. Right? And so God sometimes, yeah, he fixes, but sometimes he lets us stay where we're at. Right? Why? Because there's a greater good to come out of it. We may not see it, we may not understand it, and we may think that God didn't hear my prayers, but there's a greater good if we just remain faithful. This movement right here, what happened to the Israelites, humbled them. And God can work with a humble heart. Amen? He can't work with a prideful heart. He needs a heart that is humble and that can receive Him and let Him be Savior. You see, they thought they could go and win the war without Him. And they thought that once they were losing the war, He could come and fix it. But then their hearts would have continued to be proud. The greater good was for them to be humble. And that's why God allowed that. And so I think the same thing with us. Jesus comes to us, the new covenant, right? He allows himself to be captured by those who beat him and they mock him and they crown him with thorns and they scourge him and they nail him to a tree. He allows himself to be captured. Why? For our sake, for a greater good. What's the greater good? Our salvation. That's what it is, right? And so we come to the Lord today going, Lord, I don't, I'm tired of fighting this battle by myself. Give me courage. As the scripture would say, the, courage, the manly courage to fight. I know there's women here too, but you get what I'm saying. Give me courage to fight with you those daily battles that we all go through, right? That's what we're called to do. Let's not do it without him. We'll be defeated. The enemy is powerful, but he is not more powerful than God. God only allows him to do things for our greater good. And once that greater good is accomplished... The enemy flees, right? So let us come to God today. Ask him, number one, for a humble heart. If we have a humble heart, God's going to do amazing things within our lives. Um, and recognize right where we're at and ask God, okay, I've been fighting it by myself. I need, you to, I need you to help me fight and teach me whatever it is so that we can have a grateful heart that God is always going to be faithful to us. Amen?